This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. From Quaker Gymnasium inside of New Philadelphia High School, it is time for game number nine of the high school basketball season for your Lexington Minutemen. And tonight, we've got a good one for the top of the OCC tonight as the 3-2 and two New Philadelphia Quakers, who are 3-1 and one in the OCC, will take on the your 8-0 Minutemen, who are at the top of the OCC, 4-0. And, and if the Minutemen win tonight, they'll stay at the top as the only undefeated team in the conference. And if the Quakers can get the upset tonight here at home, there'll be a tie at the top of the OCC. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you on fearthevillage.com. Glad to have you along with us tonight. I'm sure we'll have a lot of you listening. Not a lot of people from Lexington made the trip out here, and what a terrible drive it was. Just terrible conditions the whole way out here. It is raining the whole way, and uh, obviously it's an hour and a half drive to begin with, so even when it's a nice weather day, uh, still a long drive out here, but we're here. We're glad to be here for you and be your eyes and ears high above. Actually, we're literally above the rafters here at Quaker Gymnasium <laughs> and uh, excited to be here. This is always a place that seems to create a fun atmosphere and good games. I remember a couple of years ago I was out here and uh, the Minutemen won in double overtime that year. Uh, big last second bucket from Hudson Moore and a stop by the Minutemen. Uh, won them the game, and uh, last year I was not out here with Derek and Nick, but they were out here, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the Minutemen won that game last year here as well, Derek. Correct. So uh, it's been a place that's been good to the Minutemen the last couple of years since New Philly came back into the conference, but New Philly, always a good team. They always have a lot of size and length, a lot of height on this roster, as always, for the Quakers. And especially with everything on the line tonight, I think this is going to be a good defensive battle. I think New Philly's going to try to slow this game down and uh, try to get the Minutemen out of their rhythm. I think it would be smart of them to do that, and we'll see if they do. We are just under eight minutes away from tip-off already. When we come back, we'll get you uniforms, as always, brought to you by BP Electric. And we'll get you the starting lineups and Derek's keys to the game tonight for the Minutemen to stay undefeated in the conference and stay at the top of the OCC. Just a quick note, Mansfield Senior did beat West Holmes. It just ended out at Pete Henry Gymnasium. They had an early tip-off. The Tigers won 62-27. to So, uh, Lexington did beat Mansfield Senior already this year, but the Tigers one game behind Lex. They're keeping pace. So, the Minutemen, these are games that uh, you'd like to see them win and stay at the top of things and control their own destiny the rest of the way to get an OCC title this year. When we come back, we'll have all the pregame festivities, and we'll be ready to go from Quaker Gymnasium. It's the 8-0 Minutemen versus the 3-2 Quakers on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. 
or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Back inside Quaker Gymnasium getting set for tip-off tonight between the Minutemen and the Quakers. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you at BP Electric pregame show. And Derek, uh, I didn't mention there in the opening segment, I didn't point it out anyway, I didn't mention it, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. This is only New Philly's sixth game of the year. Lexington, this will be their ninth. Uh, the Quakers 3-1 and one in the OCC. Their uh, one loss in the OCC was the first game of the year. They lost to Mount Vernon, uh, but then they've since rattled off wins against West Holmes, Ashland, and Madison. So they have played the bottom four teams in the yep. conference. I think that's important to note. They have done fairly well, however, uh, 3-1 and one record in the OCC. They are 0-2 in the non-conference, uh, or excuse me, they're 1-1 one one in the non-conference. Actually, I stand corrected. They're 0-1 in, oh in the non-conference <laughs> against Dover, which is obviously their rival out here just gotcha. down the road. Uh, so they are 3-1 uh, and one in the conference, 0-1 oh in the non-conference. And as I said, they've kind of played the bottom of the conference schedule. They have not played Lex yet, obviously. They haven't played Mansfield yet. Um, so we'll kind of see where they fall into line tonight. Haven't played Worcester yet either. So uh, this will kind of be a good gauge to see realistically how good New Philadelphia is. Usually they use their length and they play really slow and they play good defense. They like to muck it up. Uh, and they're typically a decent home team. So... 
Uh, just something to keep an eye out for. Uh, uniforms tonight, the Minutemen. By the way, they're brought to you by BP Electric. Uh, check them out online, bpelectricofoh.com. The Minutemen in their road purple uniforms with the gold letters and numbers. Uh, the gold trim around the collar there. They've got a couple stripes going down the sides of their jerseys and around the bottom of their pants there. Vintage Minuteman logo on the top of the, uh, the upper back of their jerseys and the lower left knee of the pants. So all purple for the Minutemen tonight. New Philly will go with the home white uniforms. And they'll have black letters and numbers with some red trim. And they've got some red and black stripes as well uh, all around their jerseys and their pants. So the purple versus the white tonight here at New Philly. Uh, starting lineups for the New Philadelphia Quakers. They're going to go with 6'2", senior guard Colton Slaughter. They'll also go with 5'11", junior guard Carson Crandall. And they will go with 5'6", sophomore guard Reed Wells. So, excuse me, I stand corrected. I circled the wrong one. They're going to go with 6'6", senior forward Owen Scholes. The numbers got jumbled up here on me. They're going to round out the starting five with senior guard 6'2", Owen Miller, and... 6'5 forward, Boston Kroll. So they uh, have a couple of guys, 6'5 and up, starting in the lineup tonight for the Quakers. And then for the Minutemen, they'll go with that all-familiar lineup. 6'4 forward, sophomore Braden Fogle. 5'10 sophomore guard, 7 Allen. They'll go with uh, 5'11 junior guard, Gavin Husty. And then down low, the Minutemen will have 6'8, Senior forward, Elijah Hudson, and 6'4", sophomore forward, Joey Caudell. Take one last break. When we come back, we'll get Derek's keys to the game and the tip-off here at Quaker Gymnasium. It's Lexington and New Philly on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. 
They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. National Anthem is done and we are just about set for basketball here at Quaker Gymnasium as they shut off the lights and get ready to hype the place up. It is the 8-0 no Minutemen versus the 3-2 New Philly Quakers and the first leg of a back-to-back big weekend for the Minutemen. Obviously tonight is huge because you want to win and stay on top of the conference and then tomorrow night it's an early tip-off at 6.30 against Shelby. I think that's one of the most anticipated games on this Lexington schedule for obvious reasons. And uh, that's a big one tomorrow night for a totally different reason. That's just for bragging rights in the area and, uh, you know, a team that's kind of become a rival down the road lately for the Minutemen. You want to beat up on Shelby. But I, for the purposes of the season as a whole, I think you got to win tonight. Worry about tomorrow when it comes. And uh, I think Coach Hammy usually has that mentality, especially when it comes to conference games. And this is a big one on the road for the Minutemen. You only have to come out here once every year, and you certainly don't want the long ride home with a loss. So, Derek, the Minutemen have been rolling. They've been scoring a lot of points, averaging almost 80 a game. How do they keep things rolling tonight? Yeah, you already kind of touched on what I was going to say, is, like, get this victory tonight. You know, hopefully they get out of here early, you know, with a good win and, uh, you know, get some rest for tomorrow. But, yeah, you got to take care of this game first. You know, remembering last year, Slaughter was a very good shooter for them, and now he's a senior. That's a guy you can't let get going because, I mean, from three-point range, he's very, very good. So you got to make sure you defend the three-point line. Got a couple big guys. Number five for them is a good player from last year. I think Lex is a little bit deeper, deeper team, so I think we're going to have to lean on our bench a little bit. Um, especially if, uh, you know, some of our bigs get in foul trouble. If Joey and even Braden get in foul trouble, it could be a long night for us. But everything starts on the defensive end, defense into offense, you know, get some get some fast break opportunities. I think, like you said, the Quakers are going to try to slow it down kind of like Madison did. But if they can play a little half-court, you know, offense, you know, get out some steals and run, I think they get out of here with a victory. There is a full slate tonight in the OCC as well. So we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But one game is already final. Senior High got an early start tonight. They beat up on West Holmes. So Mansfield Senior kind of keeps pace with the Minutemen here. 
Good thing the Minutemen did take care of that game at senior high, which gives them almost a two-game advantage at the moment over Mansfield Senior. But the Tigers hanging around. And the Minutemen have to win this one to stay in sole possession of first place. If New Philly gets the win tonight, they'll move into a tie for first place. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. FearTheVillage.com high above the rafters here at New Philadelphia High School inside of Quaker Gymnasium. And Elijah Hudson will jump it up against Owen Scholes. And the ball is up, and we are underway. And the Minutemen are going to win the tip, and they'll bring it left to right as we see it. And Seven Allen's going to set things up near midcourt. Seven over to the far wing to Elijah Hudson into the corner to Braden Fogle. Now he's going to drive into the lane, kicked it off his own foot, but Gavin Husty was there to pick it up. Now he's stuck with it, has to flip it up top to Elijah Hudson. Down to the near block to Joey Caudell. Nice backdoor pass. Braden Fogle lays it in with a left hand. Minutemen up 2-0 already, and they get into that press. New Philly wasn't ready for it. They have to get it in here now. Colton Slaughter with it. As Derek mentioned, this is the kid you got to key in on defense, and that's why Gavin Husty's on him. Up top, Slaughter with it. He's going to drive against Husty. He kicks it out, and that's Owen Miller with it. Into the lane. Now he throws a backdoor pass, and it's stolen away by Braden Fogle. Here comes Seven Allen. Seven flips it off. Elijah Hudson flips it up and in, and a foul. And the Minutemen up 4-0 early with a chance to make it five at the line. Great action on defense. Just kind of kind of talked in the open. Defense offense. I mean, two passes and they were laying it up. So like showing some speed early. So Elijah Hudson, who has been on a tear lately. He had 21 and 19 last weekend on Friday and Saturday. He's already got two. And he misses the free throw there. And the Minutemen are going to take it over. And Brayden Fogle's going to jam it home. As Boston Kroll tried to save it, and he saved it right to Brayden. And now on the inbound, they're going to get another steal. Here comes Fogle up the far sideline. Minutemen up 6-0. Brayden into the lane. He's going to kick far corner. Gavin Husty for three, and it's short. No good. Rebound falls to Crandall. Carson Crandall with it. He loses it momentarily. Gets it back, though, and he'll bring it up the floor for the Quakers. He brings it down the lane, kicks it up top to Kroll, far side to Miller. Owen Miller has it tipped away from behind. Ball is loose, and it's going to go out of bounds off of the Quakers and off of Kroll. Yeah, defensive pressure from the Minutemen's ratcheted up already, 6.23 in. I don't think the Quakers, I don't know if they watch film, but we get after it a little bit. 6-0 Minutemen, not even two minutes into this thing. Ball goes far wing, Braden Fogle, he's into the lane. He's going to flip it off to Seven Allen, and Seven had it tipped away and out of bounds. It's going to stay with the Minutemen right on the baseline. But he was an inch away there from having another layup for the Minutemen, but it was just tipped out of his hands. So Seven will inbound, and he'll throw it way up top to Joey Caudell. Joey flips it off to Braden Fogle at midcourt, and he gets it to Seven Allen. Minutemen will set it up here with a 6-0 lead. Seven Allen driving. He's going to dump it off. Joey Caudell lays it up and in. Little pick and roll there. And the Minutemen up 8-0. Just kind of like I talked about half court offense is working so far. Well, and if you're up 8-0, I mean, you kind of control the tempo at this point. New Philly, if they get so far behind, they won't be able to play slow. And that's where the Minutemen want them. Ball goes far wing. Slaughter for three on the wing. It's good. And Gavin got caught with his hand down there. Quick release, eight to three. 
Quakers on the board. Seven Allen on the near wing, and he's going to drive right down the lane, flips it up and in, and another foul. That's two and ones now for the Minutemen. And Seven Allen on the board. He'll go to the line. So, so far, all the Minutemen on the floor have scored besides Gavin. But I'm sure he'll score any time now. And all five Minutemen starters will be in the scorebooks. We're not even three minutes into this game, and that's what's so special about this team this year. They share the ball. They can all score. They're all capable, but they know their roles. It's funny because you look at all the points they've scored so far, and they've all gotten them the way they've gotten them all year. Caudell with a layup on a yep. pick and roll. Fogle with a steal and a dunk. Yep. Seven Allen gets an and one and just completes the three-point play right there. I mean, they just they kind of do it the same way every night. They all know their role, and they do it well. 11-3, to Minutemen up by eight. 5.20 to go, first quarter. Up the floor comes Slaughter with it, far wing. He gets it to Miller. Owen Miller. Bringing it near wing, now up top. And that shoals with it over to Slaughter. Up top now, Miller for three, it's good. So the Quakers have only gotten two shots off. But they've made both of them and they were both threes. It's 11 to six. Here comes Seven Allen, top of the three point line. Step back three for seven, that's gonna be no good off the right side of the rim and a rebound for the Quakers and here comes Slaughter with it. Slaughter, near wing to Miller. He's gonna pull another three and he hit another one. Quakers aren't even trying to get into the paint. They're just pulling everything they can get up here. And it's 11 to nine. Seven Allen with it. Skips it over to Gavin Husty on the far wing. Gavin is gonna be fouled. And he's gonna be fouled by Quinn Miller who just checked in for the Quakers. I mean, he literally just came in the game and <laughs> committed the foul on the first defensive possession. Three team fouls already on the Quakers, so if Lexington stays aggressive, they could be shooting here for a while. Also into the game for the Quakers, Vincent Magoni. Up top, Seven Allen with it. He's going to get a screen and bring it near wing. Seven driving into the lane. He's going to put up a little floater just inside the free throw line is good. And it been up 13-9. to nine. So seven now with five. And the Quakers get the ball back. And no doubt they'll be looking to see who can get open for a three here. Magoni with it over far wing, Shoals. Great defense there by Gavin to cut him off from being able to shoot. Forced him back out and he had to flip it off. Now he gets it back, Shoals for three on the far wing. His short rebound, Elijah Hudson. Big outlet pass here ahead to Joey Caudell. Nice flip off to Seven Allen, laid it up no good, but Caudell was there to get the rebound, missed a layup. And the Quakers come down with it. And that was Shoals on the rebound. And now Colton Slaughter will walk it up the floor. 13 to nine, minute men up four. 3.30 to go, first quarter. Magoni with it, up top. That's Miller. A lot of Millers on this roster for the Quakers. Ball goes far wing now to the other Miller. That's Owen Miller. I see at least three Millers on the roster. We'll try to keep them all straight for you. Here's Quinn Miller with it up top. He's going to dump it out to the other Miller. And that is Owen Miller. He's going to dump it down to Magoni. He's stuck in the lane. Nice dump off pass, yeah. though, to Scholes and a layup. The Minutemen just lost Owen Scholes there underneath the hoop. And the Quakers keep it within two here, 13 to 11. 2.50 to go first quarter. Seven Allen with the basketball. He's driving now up top. 
to Joey Caudell, flips it back to Seven Allen. He's going to drive. Seven flips it up off the glass. No good. Rebound Shoals. Seven looking for contact there. Yeah. He did get bumped a little bit. Kind of shied away from it, though, and maybe that's why he didn't get the call. Owen Miller with it. He gets it up top to Magoni. It's like a little flex action here from the Quakers, and they're going to find Shoals up top for a deep three, and it's good, and New Philly Just has like said. the lead. <laughs> And did they call an and one on that? Oh, wow. Who's I believe they're going to get Braden Fogle with a foul. Wow, I didn't. I thought one. I thought Hammy might have called a timeout. I thought so, too, for a second, and then nobody was leaving the court. And then I think they did call a foul on the shot, so the three-pointer was good, and Slaughter's going to head to the line to try to make this a four-point play. Slaughter now has six, and the Quakers have the lead. Colton Slaughter's first, well, only free throw is good, and he completes the four-point play. So he's got seven points now. Quakers subbing all over the place, just about every chance they get. And yeah, Lex brought their normal three off the bench at this time. See if we can uh, crank it up on defense here a little bit. So the Hughes boys in there, Jacob Legrand in there. Minutemen trail by two, 2.15 to go first quarter. Latrell Hughes into the corner, Jacob Legrand. Up top to Latrell. He's going to drive it to the far wing. Now he's going to kick it up top, Elijah Hudson. Elijah trying to get some space here. He takes one dribble, picks it up, gets it to Legrand. Over to Dontrell Hughes and to Joey Caudell. Nice fake handoff. He's going to drive. He's going to put it up and in. And a foul for Joey Caudell. He'll head to the line. Yeah, and then tie it up. Great action, half court. I look for this lineup up here. To I'm, I'm anxious to see defensively. Who's going to pick up Slaughter? So Joey now with four points. He'll head to the line here to try to give the Minutemen the lead back. A lot of lead changes already in the first quarter, not something we're used to. And he hits the free throw. So Joey with five, Minutemen up one. 1.50 to go, first quarter. Colton Slaughter with it, dribbling across the timeline now. He gets it near wing to Owen Miller. Miller driving up top. Now he'll get it off to Boston Kroll. He's going to, well, there's going to be a foul off yeah. the ball on so, a screen. Yeah, so what helped happen is Hughes was trying to get through the screens to get to Slaughter, and there was a little bit of a moving pick there, but Hughes was making Slaughter work. I mean, he's going to have to run around and earn his shot, so I like the, the move that Hammy did. Foul's going to be on Magoni there, so the Minutemen will get the ball back here. And Dontrell Hughes has it on the near wing, dumps it in. Joey Caudell stuck underneath. He's got to kick it out. Latrell Hughes near wing. He drives in. He dumps it off to Joey in the short corner. He kicks out Elijah Hudson. Elijah to the free throw line. Had it stripped away. He tipped it out to Jacob Legrand. Legrand has it over to Joey Caudell. Skip pass. Latrell Hughes far wing. He's going to drive baseline. Left-handed floater. No good, but he was fouled, and they're going to get a charge. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Latrell picks up the charge. And that is the second foul on the Minutemen. By the way, the Quakers have five already, so if the Minutemen do get fouled here again, they'll head to the line regardless of whether it's a shooting foul or not. The only reason they didn't on the last one was because it was an offensive foul. So Minutemen in the bonus. And they have the lead 16 to 15 with 105 to go in the first quarter. Quakers 
hot shooting start from three-point land has kept them in this thing early on. It was eight to nothing, and then 11 to three, and it looked like the Minutemen were just gonna cruise to another one. And then the Quakers all of a sudden hit three threes in a row. Down the floor over the timeline, 55 seconds to go in the first quarter. It's Reed Wells, he gets it over to Carson Crandall. Crandall on the near wing. Up top to Slaughter, being guarded by Latrell Hughes. Colton Slaughter with seven points already. He's on the far wing now, kicks it up top to uh, Crandall. 35 seconds to go in the quarter. I think if the Quakers can get away with it, they're gonna hold this ball the rest of the quarter. It is Crandall with it near midcourt, 25 seconds to go in the quarter. Lex is making them work though. And now it's Reed Wells, the 5'6 sophomore with it near midcourt. Over to Crandall, 15 seconds to go in the first. Minutemen with a one-point lead. They do try to trap Wells here. He gets out of it. Up top, Slaughter finds himself open for three. Missed it short, rebound. Joey Caudell ripped it away. Five seconds to go in the quarter. Latrell Hughes with it underneath to Elijah Hudson. The ball was tipped, and it went off the backboard, and that is how the quarter will end. So the Minutemen in a little bit of a dogfight here. It's 16-15 to 15 after one on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minuteman Basketball on fearthevillage.com. I hope this is the correct score, but I think somebody's not doing their job. It's, it's according to the scoreboard, I think Mount Vernon is beating Worcester. Now, this is just what somebody put in the score screen app. I don't know if this is correct, but it says 96 to 87. That'd be a fun one to be at right there. Yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's correct either. Maybe 78 to 69. Sounds, I mean, even that's high. We saw, you know. I'm not sure Mountain Vernon scored 96 all year. <laughs> Combined. So I'm going to say that's not correct. We do know, however, that Mansfield Sr. did beat up on West Holmes. 62-27. to 27. That game ended just a little bit ago, and we're going to start the second quarter. Before time even runs off the clock, they're going to get Dontrell Hughes with a foul as they were trying to inbound, and he grabbed Carson Crandall. I love the physicality, though. I mean, Minutemen aren't a terribly deep team, but they do play pretty clean basketball, so if you want to have a couple intimidation fouls early, I don't mind that, just to let them know you're there. Ball comes into Crandall. Up top to Wells, top of the three-point line. Smallest player on the floor, nice backdoor pass, and a layup for Slaughter. Quakers pack up by one. On the far end, Seven Allen throws a high pass over Jacob Legrand's hand there and into the new Philly bench. And it'll be a turnover, back to the Quakers. So they lead it by one, 17-16, just starting the second quarter here. Galleon did beat Lucas by 20 at Galleon. So Galleon having a nice start to the season. Ball comes in, Colton Slaughter with it. He has nine points now for the Quakers. Leading scorer in the game for either team. Slaughter 
being guarded by Seven Allen now. He gets it far wing to Wells. Reed Wells kicks it up top to Scholes and then gets it right back. Wells driving now. Kicks it up top to Crandall. Near wing to Magoni. Now to Wells, up top Magoni. He's going to drive it and look for a backdoor cut, and this time the Minutemen are there, and they steal it. Elijah Hudson picks it up, gets it ahead. Braden Fogel. Braden trying to get into the lane, kicks far corner. Seven Allen for three, and he missed it short. Rebound falls to Crandall. So the Minutemen, who have been the hottest team in Ohio the last few games, have not shot the ball particularly well early on here from outside. In fact, they haven't hit one yet from three-point range. On the near end, it's Shoals underneath, and he's going to go up over. Elijah Hudson misses the layup. Elijah's going to get the rebound. He comes out of there with it. Elijah skips it ahead. Dontrell Hughes on the far wing. Underneath, Fogel jams it with two hands, and the Minutemen have the lead back. They gave him a technical. And they're going to tee him up for hanging on the rim, although that's a tough one. He kind of came in at a weird angle, and I think he was swinging forward and didn't want to let go. I don't think he was doing that. Nah. As a taunt at all. No. They're just trying to keep it keep it tight. I mean, he came flying in there. I think he might have jumped a little far away, and that kind of created a – he, he kind of swung awkwardly, didn't want to let go and land awkwardly. And Slaughter misses the free throw. Kayla's not happy about it. She just texted me down there. <laughs> she had That's a great, great angle of it, so we'll have that posted later. But she – is not happy, wow. and Slaughter misses both free throws. No so. way he's missed two in a row this year. I don't like to use the phrase loosely because I don't always think it directly applies, but in this case, the ball didn't lie. Yeah, I mean, I don't, not. I'm not sure that was worthy of a technical. And I would tell you if, if it was. Yeah. I genuinely think he was just trying not to swing off the rim awkwardly and land awkwardly. So the Minutemen keep the one-point lead, but New Philly has the ball, and Slaughter with it, working against Gavin Husty into the lane, and he tried to dump it off the shoals, and it was kicked out of bounds by Joey Caudell. It'll be Quaker's ball on the baseline. So Braden with two dunks already early on here. That was a good one, too, because it was a great pass, and then it gave the Minutemen the lead back. And on the inbound, Seven Allen almost had a steal there. Ball was tipped into the backcourt, and Crandall... Picked it up just in time. Seven Allen almost had a tip for a layup there. It's Owen Miller with it now. Far wing to Crandall. Into the corner, Magoni. He's going to kick it up top to Crandall. And he's stuck with it. He had it tipped away by Seven Allen. Had to kick it out to Slaughter near midcourt. Over to Owen Miller on the far wing. He's going to drive it up top. And now to the elbow. He's stuck. He's really stuck with it. Had to dump it back door to Crandall, and he kicked it up top. It was stolen by Jacob Legrand. Here come the Minutemen. He flips it off to Caudell into the corner. Elijah Hudson takes a dribble, steps back, and he missed the three. Rebound seven. Allen, nice pass, and he flips it off to Caudell for the layup. What a pass. Minutemen with a three-point lead. This is their biggest lead in five game minutes. 20 to 17, 5.15 to go second quarter. Up top, Magoni with it, fakes a handoff, now drives to the far wing, gets it to Slaughter. Slaughter still the leading scorer in the game with nine. He is being hounded by Gavin Husty, gets down the lane, and he's going to be tripped. And that actually might not, not have been a, yeah, that might not have been a bad foul for the Minutemen because Slaughter flipped it off there to Miller 
And Owen Miller was going to have a wide open layup, but Scholes was tripped on his way down the lane by Joey Caudell. So it is 20 to 17, 5.05 to go second quarter. Minutemen clinging to a three-point lead here. This is the time to make a little run. Slaughter's out. Number five's out for him. And Crandall misses a three off the inbound. Crowell gets the rebound, though, and he's going to miss a layup. Gets his own rebound. He is absolutely stuck underneath. Had to dribble it out of there somehow. And the ball swung around to Owen Miller. He goes down the lane. Reverse layup. No good. Rebound Kroll, and he is going to miss the layup, but he'll get fouled and head to the line. So Boston Kroll with his first chance to score. It's 14 fouls on the Minutemen, none on the Quakers. So Minutemen got to be careful here. That means the Quakers for the next 448 are going to be in the bonus. And with as aggressively as the Minutemen play and their pressure, that could be a big factor, actually, as we head into halftime. First free throw for Kroll is good. And the second one, no good, but the ball was tipped out by Owen Miller and he grabbed it in the corner. He's going to drive into the lane, gets it to Kroll. He kicks it, far wing, a three in the corner is no good by Quinn Miller, and Elijah Hudson gets the rebound. Here come the Minutemen, and Seven Allen's got it now on the near sideline. He's going to set things up. Seven swings it to the wing. To Elijah Hudson, he's going to step into a three and miss it long. Rebound, and on the rebound, Joey Caudell working hard down there. He's going to get fouled, and the Minutemen finally draw a foul here in the second quarter, and Seven Allen will inbound on the baseline. That's two on Crowell. And Joey earned that one, just working so hard down low there to get that rebound, and... Seven Allen will inbound. And we're going to have an offensive foul. So right after the Minutemen draw a foul, they're going to commit a foul. And it's, I think, Elijah Hudson picking that one up. Yeah. And that's his first. So since it was offensive, though, New Philly will not shoot free throws on this one. They are in the bonus. Quinn Miller with the basketball. He's going to. Pick up his dribble at the top of the three-point arc. Flips it off to Miller. Owen Miller gets it over to Crandall. Up top, Miller swings it near wing to Quinn Miller. Down the lane, lays it up and in. Nice drive by Quinn Miller and a finish with a left hand. And it's a tie ball game here at New Philly with just under four minutes to go in the second quarter. Seven Allen up top, gets a screen from Caudell. Flips it up top now to Elijah Hudson. He tries to dump it into Joey. He tips it out to Jacob Legrand on the far wing. Legrand into the lane, kicks it out, Seven Allen. Seven, he's going to travel with it as he tried to drive against Magoni. And a turnover, Minutemen. And it's a 20-20 ball game. And we've got a delay of game. Warning on Seven Allen. So if he picks up another one, that'll be a technical. <laughs> I'm not sure if he just flipped the ball away or what. He wasn't happy with the call. It's Quaker basketball. Owen Miller with it across the timeline. Miller drives it to the far wing and kicks it up top to Shoals. He gets it to Crandall. 
Cross-court pass to Miller in a three. And before oh. that, we have an offensive foul again, I think, on Magoni again. That's his second moving screen underneath. So he's got two fouls. I'm kind of curious. Fogel's been on that bench for a little bit. Maybe Hammy's maybe sending a little message about the dunk. I don't know, but he's been there. He's yeah, been I'm not there for sure. He did pick up one foul early. Did he have a foul early in this quarter? Maybe he's got two. I don't think so. And on the near end, it's become a foul fest all of a sudden as Elijah Hudson <laughs> had it on the baseline, and he gets fouled on the floor. So now six fouls in the quarter on Lexington. New Philly's up to three fouls, and that's just in about four and a half minutes. So we've had nine fouls here in four and a half minutes. It has really slowed the game down. Just like we said in the open, I mean, if you can slow the Minutemen down. Inbound comes up top to Gavin Husty near midcourt. He's going to take it to the top of the three-point line. Now he's going to flip it off to Elijah Hudson. He's going to get down the lane. Elijah flips it up and in off the right side. And the Minutemen have the lead back, 22-20. to 20. Just under three minutes to go second quarter. Owen Miller with it across the timeline. Legrand all over him. And he's going to have to pick it up. He's being double teamed, and he's going to, I think, travel with it. And no, we got a timeout oh, on New Philly okay. just before Owen Miller was going to travel. It's a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here. Minutemen with a 22-20 lead, 2.49 to go in the second quarter. It's a grind, definitely a grind. I mean, 22-20, lowest, going to be the lowest scoring half for the Minutemen this year. You know, but Hammy is a magician of uh, halftime adjustments. So I think defensively you're fine. I mean, you're only you're only giving up 20 points right now, but offensively, you know, they like you guys said already, they have not shot the ball extremely well. Um, but New Philly's a, a well-coached team, and they're very fundamentally sound. And defensively, they move their feet. I mean, they're just in a dogfight right now, and this is, you know, this is the OCC. This is the grind. Yes, it is. So out of the timeout, New Philly took the timeout to save themselves from committing a turnover. They'll have it and slaughter back into the game for the Quakers. Crandall has it now on the near wing. The lefty. Looking around at all of his options and finally finds Slaughter into the corner, Owen Miller in the far corner, working against Elijah Hudson. He's going to bring it back up top. Now it's going to be Reed Wells with it. Wells dribbling at midcourt, swings it to Miller, back to Wells. On the near wing, he gets it to Slaughter at the free throw line, picked up his dribble, had to kick it out to Miller. Pump fake, drive, and Miller flips it up, no good. Rebound, Shoals, no good. I think it was blocked by Caudell, and then he gets the rebound and gets it ahead to Latrell Hughes, who just checked back in. Latrell back to Joey Caudell at the free throw line, kicks it out, Gavin Husty. Gavin driving down the lane. He was going to try to pull up for a 15-footer there and had it stripped away, and here come the Quakers. It's Wells with it. Wells. Into the lane, spins and flips it out to Miller. Miller down the lane. He, I'm surprised he didn't shoot that one, kicks it out to Wells. He's in the lane now. He's stopped, and he had to kick it out to Slaughter. Slaughter with it near midcourt. Minutemen with a two-point lead, 135 to go second quarter. Wells swings it near wing to Scholes. Scholes back up top to Miller for three. It's good, and another foul on a three-pointer. Seven Allen's going to pick this one up. It's his second. 
And for the second time tonight, the Quakers are going to have a chance for a four-point play here. And Owen Miller will step to the line. He has nine points, so Miller has the chance to become the first player in the game into double figures here. Slaughter had nine pretty much on the first quarter and then hasn't done much since. And the free throw is missed but rebounded by Shoals. So it's going to be Quakers basketball here. Minutemen up, or excuse me, Minutemen down one. Ball goes out to Miller for three, and he missed this one. Rebound is going to go out of bounds. No, it's not. It's saved. And again, the Quakers are going to have a three opportunity. Slaughter misses it, and this time it will go out of bounds. Man, what a sloppy possession there. Yeah, on both sides, actually. But the Minutemen will get the basketball, trailing by one here, 23-22. one eleven to go in the first half. Seven Allen with the basketball. Crosses midcourt, flips it over. Far sideline to Latrell Hughes. He throws a nice skip pass to Gavin Husty, and he missed a three in the near corner. Rebound tipped out to Reed Wells. And the Quakers are going to pick up a foul here as the Minutemen tried to double team in full court press there, and I think Latrell Hughes is going to pick it up. Now they'll be shooting. And Wells tripped over one of Latrell's feet there. That'll be the second foul on the trail here in the first half. And Reed Wells to the line for two. So the Minutemen trailing by one. And it could be more here in just a second as Reed Wells will step to the line. And he has not scored yet tonight. This will be his first chance. First free throw is good. have a sub here. Taking a minute to get this free throw off. I don't think the referee realized he was the subs coming in for the shooter if he makes it here. Second free throw for Wells. Short, no good. Rebound caught L. So the Minutemen trail by two and we are going to have a jump ball on the rebound. Jump ball. And Crandall wow. got in there and Tied up things with Joey Caudell, so it'll stay with the Minutemen here, but the possession arrow will flip. So the Minutemen will have the basketball, trailing by two. Now some confusion on the floor. Not sure <laughs> what's the confusion. The arrow's pointing that way. We, it's flex ball. Yeah. <laughs> 50 seconds to go, that's 5-0 here in the first half. Minutemen trailing by two. Seven Allen will bring it up the floor. And he will walk it up the floor. And he'll get it over to Latrell Hughes. New Philly into a zone here. They're going to get it into the corner. Elijah Hudson for three. That's long, no good. Minutemen still have not hit a three tonight, to my yeah. recollection. No, they haven't. And, then, and New Philly's just trying to hold it for the last shot. I would be surprised. So new Philly here, unless Lex can get a steal. Lex is going to be trailing at halftime for the first time this season. 20 seconds to go in the half. Lex down two. Crandall with it, gets it up top to Slaughter. He's going to be double teamed at midcourt. He tries to get it over to Miller. It was almost stolen by Seven Allen, but he gets it back up top to Slaughter. Five seconds left in the half. Slaughter, he's going to dribble hard to the far wing. Slaughter, he's going to try to get a shot up. It was blocked partially by Elijah Hudson. And that will be the end 
of the first half. So the Minutemen trailing by two at halftime. The first time they've trailed all year at half. And a very low scoring half, which is kind of something we expected here with New Philly. But the Minutemen down 24 to 22. When we come back, we'll have full first half stats and we will uh, get you some scores from around the area tonight. And we'll have the second half from Quaker Gymnasium. Right now at halftime, it is New Philly 24, Lexington 22 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Quaker Gymnasium in New Philadelphia. It is the Quakers 24, the Minutemen 22. 
Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you, BP Electric Halftime Show. And Derek made the long trek down <laughs> from the rafters here. You think we're joking. We're literally, we are above the rafters. Yeah, I need a carrier pigeon. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, you know, actually, I never thought of this before. This gym kind of reminds me of Ohio Northern's gym, their know. old gym. Yeah, with the color scheme, with the floor, the darker floor around the key. And just how, like, I can't see across. I can't see the fans on the other side because the duck the down. rafters kind of cut everything off over there. I can only see the people down below us here. I do like this gym, though. I'm not going to lie. It's a very unique atmosphere. Anyway, Minutemen down two here at half, and Derek has all the first half stats for you, Derek. Yeah, for the first time this year, Lex is down 22-24 you know, at halftime. Um, we'll do scoring for the Minutemen leading the way. Joe Caudell with seven. Braden Fogle with six. Seven Allen with five. Elijah Hudson with four, and that's it. Um, 10 of 21 from the field. Biggest thing that's pointed out to me is that, uh, you know, we've got nine team fouls. Braden, um, you know, sat for a while. He only played seven minutes in that first half, but he had two. He had a, a foul early, and then he got another one. So Coach Hammy elected to kind of sit him and, you know, let him get through his, his woes there. But uh, Seven Allen also has two fouls, and Latrell Hughes with two fouls. So two starters with two fouls each, nine team fouls. Uh, New Philly leading the way for New Philly. It's actually two young men. Uh, Colton Slaughter with nine points. Owen Miller with nine points. Owen Scholes with two. Quinn Miller with two. Boston Carvel with one. And Reed Wells with one. Uh, the Minutemen are getting out-rebounded 10-15 to 15 right now for the game, which isn't typical. Um, probably the biggest stat line to look at here is uh, three-point shooting where the Minutemen have been hot the last two games. They're 0-7 from the field from the three-point line, where New Philly is 5 of 11. So there's your difference in the game. New Philly, um, five three-pointers. Um, I mean, Minutemen are still sharing the ball. You know, five assists on ten makes. But New Philly has six of six on looks like eight. Yeah, eight makes. So, you know, Minutemen... Uh, a little bit of a conundrum here, 24-22. Definitely their lowest scoring half of the game. I mean, they scored six points in that second quarter. Um, so we've said it all year. Hammy is a magician at uh, at adjustments. I think they got to stick to the game plan defensively. They've given up 22 points, but or 24 points, but you've only scored 22. So their defense really haven't had the fast break opportunities. And uh, with a three-point shot not going down, they're kind of limiting themselves just to be an inside team. Well, and this is almost an old-fashioned Coach Hamilton game right here. Low yeah. scoring, grind it out. Yep. It's just the only difference this year is you're averaging 80 points a game, and now yeah. you have 22 and a half. So not something that uh, Coach Hammy's unfamiliar with by any means. And they were even sort of playing still this style last year. I think this year is kind of the first year he's really ramped up the speed as much as he has. Right. So that a lot of the kids, you know, this year on the roster, they've, they've played games like this, slow scoring, drag them out games. They'll be okay. Um, but really, I mean, Derek pointed it out. I The difference in this game is the fact that Lex has not hit a single three-pointer yet after coming off of hitting 20 in two games last weekend. Right. And that is the difference. They hit a couple threes. They're winning right now. Everything's rolling. Everything's fine. But uh, cold shooting night so far from the Minutemen is the only difference right now in the game. Um, 
Final scores from around the OCC. Uh, senior high did win uh, just before the tip-off of this game, actually. It went final at Pete Henry Gymnasium. And uh, senior high was a winner tonight easily over West Holmes by a final score of 62 to uh, 27. Uh, the score being reported from Worcester, I'm just going to assume is wrong. I'm not even going to report that. But the Yellow Jackets did travel to Worcester tonight, and Ashland went to Madison tonight. No score coming in from either one of those uh, games. Over in the Moac, River Valley handled Highland 74-46. Galleon beat up on Lucas 61-41. And the Northern 10, Colonel Crawford in a low-scoring game at halftime. They have the lead over Seneca East, 16-15. Upper Sandusky up at the half, 39-27 over Bucyrus. Winford with a slim lead at halftime over Mohawk, 27-26. Uh, St. Paul blowing out Plymouth right now in the second quarter. It's 26-11. Norwayn just destroying Hillsdale, 71-23. On the way out here, we passed Hillsdale about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> Just kept on going. From New Philly, Hillsdale seems like it's in Indiana. <laughs> uh. So there is some action going on around North Central Ohio. Not a ton of games tonight. Tomorrow night will be a lot more busy. And, of course, Lexington plays Shelby tomorrow. Huge matchup, and that is an hour early tip-off. If you haven't got your tickets already, you may not get them. Yeah, it's going to be a tough ticket to get. Go early, especially with the early tip. I don't know if it's a triple header tomorrow, if it's freshman JV and varsity, but I bet you a lot of people will be watching the JV game tomorrow. Yes. I'll tell you what, that JV crowd for Ontario last week, that was spectacular. It was great. That game went to overtime in the JV. And yeah. You know it's going to be a great crowd when the JV crowd is just <laughs> as loud as the varsity oh, crowd. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Backyard brawl and everything. You get a couple of those every year. Definitely not tonight. At the JV game tonight, there was about 15 people. <laughs> I'm not surprised that a lot of people from Lex didn't come out tonight. I am shocked, at, however, at Philly, the lack of yeah. new Philly fans. I mean, well, I mean, this is a big Ohio State town. Yes. I mean, this, their, their football stadium is named after Woody Hayes. So, yep. I mean, could be a lot of people yep. watching that game. Yes. But they can listen to us if they're home. Absolutely. And Ohio State about to kick off, actually, here in just a minute. So, I saw a little body language from Seven Allen when he picked up his last foul. So, maybe he can uh, turn that energy into something positive and not – go the other way yeah. with it because if he gets a couple cheapies, yes. this one can get out of hand. Yeah, that's something to watch. Seven Allen, Braden Fogel each with two fouls. So, New Philly will start the second half with the basketball and the lead and they'll take it left to right as we see it. We're across from the benches and the scores table over here on the visitor's side. Way up high. We've got a bird's eye view. We've really got like a satellite view up here. <laughs> it's beyond a bird's eye view. And here we go. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com, second half action. New Philly with a 24-22 lead to start the second half, and it's Owen Miller with it. He flips it off to Slaughter, drives hard to the elbow, now kicks it back out to Miller. Owen Miller had a good first half. He kicks it up top, Slaughter wide open for three, and he yeah, hit He's it. not going to miss that one. He was wide open. Somebody got lost there. 
And the Minutemen down five. Elijah Hudson in the near corner with it. Up top, and he skips a pass over the head of Gavin Husty and out of bounds at midcourt. Yeah, this is uh, definitely uncharted territory for the Minutemen. A couple, you know, players kind of looking at each other like, hey, you know, what's up? So this will be, be a good learning experience here. Crandall with it for the Quakers. He flips it up top to Miller. Owen Miller, top of the three-point line. He takes one dribble, picks it up, look back door. Now he gets it to Slaughter for another three, airballed this one, and that might hopefully <laughs> be the one that gets into his head a little bit Maybe. here. I mean, that wasn't even close, and it went out of bounds. So the Minutemen get a big stop there. Lex down by five, just starting the second half here. Near wing, Braden Fogle with it. Flips it up top, Husty, far wing, seven Allen, drives up top. Now a little pick and roll with Joey Caudell, and it was tipped out of bounds. Looked like a, maybe yeah. a foul there. I mean, Joey hit, a, Joey hit a brick wall. I mean, <laughs> Kroll's a big he's kid. He's a big kid, yes. 6'5", <laughs> he's got to be pushing 275. Ball comes into Caudell, up top Gavin Husty, Minutemen down five. Just under seven minutes to go in the third quarter. An entry pass into Joey Caudell was tipped and hit off the rim. And Scholes was there to grab it. And Slaughter with it now up the floor. Kicks it into the corner, Crandall. Crandall up top to Scholes. Scholes near wing to Miller. Owen Miller takes a dribble, now gets into the lane and a floater. Yeah, and they doubled. had a double yeah, dribble. Yep. definitely. I, I, <laughs> something looked a little odd there. Either, well, I don't think he realized how open he was yeah, going to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably thought someone was going to flash, and that's what's, you know, that's what's surprising right now. Defensively, the Minutemen just aren't really locked in, and I think it's because uncharted territory down on the Maybe road. on their heels a little. Yeah. Seven Allen with it. He's going to step right into a three. No good. Rebound and a foul on the rebound, and I think they're going to get Kroll for his yeah. third over the back. So Joey Caudell down there again, creating another foul situation. That's one thing Minutemen can be, just be aggressive and hopefully they can get to the line. I mean, they only took three three free throws in the first half. Joey Caudell takes the inbound, flips it underneath. Caudell, or excuse me, Fogle loses it. And the Quakers come up with another turnover. Owen Miller with it. Near wing. Crandall. He flips it up top to Slaughter, far wing to Miller. Miller driving hard to the near wing. Now he gets it up top to Crandall, the lefty, looking at Slaughter, who came around a screen. He could have probably drove that into the lane, but he didn't. Now he kicks it off his own foot. Braden Fogle steals it. He gets it ahead. Elijah Hudson down the lane, lays it up and in, and a foul. There you go. Much needed for the Minutemen, their first bucket of the half. Maybe that'll get them going. And Elijah now with six. And he'll head back to the line for the second time tonight. He missed his first one. That's his second and one of the night. But he missed the first free throw. See if he can hit this one. And that foul, I believe, was on Slaughter, so that's two. So get him in a little bit of trouble. If they can pick one more up on him right here. Free throw was good by Elijah, so he's got seven now. He and Caudell lead the way for the Minutemen, each with seven. 5.45 to go in the third quarter. Minutemen down two. It's Owen Miller with it, far sideline. Miller. Looks like some confusion here, and the Minutemen are going to come up with a steal. Elijah Hudson steals it, gets it ahead. Fogle is going to have to save it from going out of bounds, and 
The Quakers were there. Now <laughs> they've got a chance coming the other way with it. Crandall gets into the lane. 12-footer nice is good. Up. Nice pull up. Yeah, that was, that was a little bit uh, thrown out ahead of Braden. That could have been an easy dunk opportunity. Instead, it was going the other way for the Quakers. On the near end, Gavin Husty from 16 feet. It's good, and finally Gavin gets into the scorebook. And now we've got, after the play, oh, he's bleeding. Slaughter. Yep, he's bleeding. Yep, bleeding from the elbow here. So I think they'll give him a second to get this cleaned up. Yeah, but I think sub him, yeah. Quakers are going to sub. Usually they'll give him at least 20 seconds there. But now they're going to make him come off. So they'll bring on Quinn Miller. And now is a good time for the Minutemen here to try to get something going. Crandall inbounds to Miller. Miller being guarded by Gavin Husty full court here. Miller going to get it across the timeline. Up top, Crandall. Far wing, Miller, Quinn Miller with it, driving to the top of the three-point line. He was cut off by Husty. Now had to bring it back out, flips it over to Magoni. And now he gets it to Crandall for three. That was long. He just missed it, but a rebound comes down to Magoni. It's going to be swung around. Quinn Miller drives baseline. He gets cut off, kicks it out to Miller. Miller into the lane. He's cut off, gets it out to Magoni. So the Minutemen locking down the paint here, but they can't leave shooters open. Magoni on the near wing with it, up top Miller. Quinn Miller working against here. And he flips it out. Owen Miller, and he's oh, going to be fouled by third. Braden Fogel. And, yep, that's going to be his third foul on the wing over it's there. Now you've got a tough decision to make if you're Coach Hammy. Doesn't look like he's going to go to the bench quite yet, but Braden Fogel's going to have to be very, very careful here. Slaughter back into the game. He inbounds up top to Shoals. On the inbound, he catches it back in the near corner for three. It's good. He's got 15. Minutemen down five. He's got 15, but they only have 32 as a team. So that shows you how important he is. On the near end, Husty into the lane. He's going to draw a foul on a shot as he got into the lane and went up with it, and he was fouled by Shoals. I'm not going to lie to you, Derek. Typically, I've been doing this so long, I don't get extremely nervous for games. But <laughs> given the situation, yeah. It just doesn't. I don't want the Minutemen to pick up their first loss tonight. I'm up here ready to pace around a little bit. First free throw for Gavin is no good. That foul was on Magoni, his third. And Ontrell Hughes will come in for Braden Fogel here. Braden yeah, sits down sit with three fouls. Yep. yep, he might be out till the fourth quarter. Minutemen down five, 4.07 to go, third quarter. And before the free throw, we're going to have a stoppage again. See a blood on and his now jersey. another. So yeah. somebody, I'm not Somebody's sure bleeding. who the source <laughs> of the blood is, but somebody got it all over everyone, because now they've spotted some blood on Owen Miller's jersey, and now he'll have to go down to the end of the bench and get cleaned up. I don't think he was the one bleeding, no, but I, it's on his jersey. Probably got it from Slaughter. Second free throw for Gavin. This one is good. He rattles it home. Gavin with three points now, and Latrell Hughes will come in for him. And the Minutemen trail by four, 4.07 to go in the third quarter. Quakers with uh, looks like three team fouls, so Minutemen can be aggressive here. Got to keep being aggressive. Slaughter takes the inbound. He'll work it the full length of the floor against Latrell Hughes here. Gets it across the timeline. Over to Reed Wells into the uh, wing, the far wing. Magoni up top to Wells. He has it tipped away and almost stolen by the Minutemen there, but Crandall was there to pick it up. He's got it near midcourt now. 
over to Slaughter. New Philly looks a little shaky with the ball here. Slaughter into the lane, kicks it out. Crandall for three, missed it short. Rebound, falls to Joey Caudell. Outlet pass ahead to Dontrell. He gets it near wing, seven Allen. Seven, skips it over to Latrell. Underneath, Caudell on the far block. He's going to spin into the lane, has to kick it out to Latrell. Near wing, seven Allen with it. He's going to get into the lane, and he's going to flip it up with a left hand, missed everything. He had a wide open lane there and just missed it. Yeah, I think he was looking for contact again. Don't pick up her cheapie here. Move your feet. Wells up the floor on the near wing. Again, Seven Allen over to Crandall. Carson Crandall, the 5'11 junior. He's only got two points, but he's handled the ball really well for the Quakers tonight. Over to Wells on the far wing. Up top to Scholes. Scholes hands it off to, well, we're going to have a travel. As he tried to hand it off to Slaughter there. And on the handoff, just shuffled his feet a little bit. I thought they were going to get a moving screen yeah. as he flipped the ball off there. I thought they were going to get him for a moving screen, which I think would have been better for the Minutemen, but we'll take the turnover. 32-28, Minutemen down four. 2.45 to go third quarter. Seven Allen into the lane. He's going to flip it up, and this one's good off the glass for Seven Allen. It was almost a sigh of relief for him to see it go through the hoop. I mean, he's been yep. working hard. He's got seven. And Slaughter with it now. New Philly up two, and Slaughter almost falls down there. He's being double teamed, and the Minutemen are going to get a steal. Latrell Hughes up ahead. Seven Allen, he's going to lay it up and in. And the Minutemen have tied it up. 2.20 to go, third quarter. Inbound comes to Wells. You can just see Seven Allen now. He wants a steal right here. Latrell switches off with him now. Reed gets it ahead, and Reed Wells. They're going to call a timeout just in time. That was going to be a 10-second almost. There we go. And the Minutemen have picked up the intensity here just a little bit, and they've got a tie ball game with 2.11 to go in the third quarter. And, Derek, you only have to play here once. If you can (laughs) get out of here with a win, you can get back and play them again later in the season inside your own gym. These road wins in the OCC are hard to come by. Well, and again, defensively, I think Lexington is playing extremely well. But the Quakers are taking a page out of Madison's playbook and just slowing down. I mean, they're working that. But if there's a shot clock, this game would be different because the Quakers yes. are just two, three, five, six passes finding that open man, and they've been using the backdoor cut a lot well, too in the first half. I think, too, if you're just tuning in, the Minutemen were up 8 to nothing, and yep. it looked like New Philly was dead in the water within two minutes. And then it was 11-3, to and then New Philly hit two threes in a row, yep. and it was a ball game, and it's been a ball game ever since. But the Minutemen came out looking like they have looked. I mean, they were stealing and dunking, and now it's a tie ball game late in the third quarter. Reed Wells with it across the timeline for the Quakers. Wells gets it to Kroll, who's in foul trouble. He's going to get into the lane up and under against Caudell, and he flips it in. Nice move for Boston Kroll. And the Quakers have the lead back. Got a little bit of his own medicine there. Nice footwork in the lane. And if you're just tuning in, Braden Fogel in foul trouble, so he's only played about 10 minutes tonight. Dontrell Hughes with it near wing. Seven Allen Minutemen still haven't hit a three tonight either. Seven. He's going to look at a step back three, doesn't pull it, gets it to Dontrell Hughes underneath up to Caudell. Nice pass, cutting towards the hoop, Elijah Hudson with a layup. There's contact there too. And the Minutemen tie it up. Reed Wells with it for the Quakers. He's working against seven. Allen still hasn't crossed the timeline. Seven all over him. 
They'll get it to the elbow to Kroll. He's going to flip it off to Slaughter. Slaughter into the lane. Thought about a 15-footer, but kicked out instead to Miller. Owen Miller's going to drive baseline. He flips it into the lane, and Kroll missed a little eight-footer. Rebound, Elijah Hudson. He's going to fly the other way with it on the far wing. Thought about a step back three, and now he's going to get it up top to Dontrell Hughes. Underneath, Joey Caudell. He's going to flip it up, and they're going to yeah, call a charge. Call. That was a little bit of sell job by Slaughter, but... I think the way Joey lowered yeah. his shoulder just a little there. I think if he turned around and just kind of hooked it in, yep. it would have been fine. But he yep. just lowered his shoulder enough to make it look worse than it probably was. That's two on him. And now the Minutemen with two fouls here in the quarter. So that won't be a factor. 50 seconds to go in the third. It's a tie ball game here at Quaker Gymnasium. Over on the far wing, Owen Miller loses it, but Magoni picks it back up and gets it back out to Miller. Over to Slaughter, and he's going to go down the lane. Layup is good for Slaughter. Minutemen back down by two. Slaughter now with 17 for the Quakers. Seven Allen. Lexington going to take a page out of the Quaker playbook here and hold this ball. 20 seconds to go in the third. They'll get it Elijah Hudson near wing. Elijah. Gets it out to Dontrell Hughes. He's going to go down the lane. He's going to flip it up, and he missed the layup, but Dontrell Hughes is going to draw the foul, and Slaughter now with three fouls, and I'm assuming they're going to get him out here for the last 15 seconds. I would be shocked if they leave him in. If he picks up his fourth foul in the next 15 seconds, Yep. that would change this whole ballgame. Dontrell to the line. He's got to hit these to get the Minutemen back to a tie game. First free throw is no good, and the Minutemen from the line tonight have not been great. Yeah, like I said, they only shot two out of three in the first half, only three opportunities, but yeah, in this tight game, you gotta get every point you can get. Second free throw for Dontrell here. That one's good, the Minutemen down one. 36-35, 15 seconds to go third quarter. Slaughter is still in the game, and they barely get the ball in. Slaughter has it now. He's going to bring it up the floor, and he's struggling to get it up the floor. Great defense by Latrell Hughes. Minutemen get a double-team him, and they get a steal. Elijah Hudson, he's down the floor with three seconds left. Latrell underneath. Dontrell lays it up and oh, missed boy. it at the buzzer. Oh, man, the Minutemen had a chance to take the lead at the end of the third. But we're going to head to the fourth, trailing. Minutemen down 36-35 after three here in New Philly on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name, and get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Elijah Hudson, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on FearTheVillage.com. Well, we've got a nail-biter, and that's nothing new here at New Philly. And the Minutemen trail by one after three, 36-35. And really tonight, it's been a couple of storylines for the Minutemen. They haven't hit a three-pointer after hitting 20 last weekend in two games. They have not hit a single three tonight. They've had a little bit of foul trouble. And New Philly has just 
slow the, the game, game down. down. Yeah, absolutely. And hit shots and hit when threes. they've had them. And hit threes. I mean, one player's got half their points. I mean, he's got 17 of the 36. Of the, of the 36. Yeah. I mean. Slaughter. He also has three fouls, so we'll see how that plays out. Start of the fourth quarter, Minutemen basketball. Latrell Hughes with it. Far wing gets it to LeGron in the corner. He hasn't uh, attempted a three yet mm -hmm. tonight. Now Braden Fogle back into the game. He's got three fouls. He's got it on the far wing. Fogle trying to get into the lane. Kicks out LeGron for three, and it's oh, in and out. out. The Minutemen needed that one, but we've got a foul on the rebound. And depending on who this is on, we're going to get a double oh. foul. A what? double foul on Slaughter and Fogle. Now, come on. What? Why that's, would you call a double foul? Well, that's going to give them each four fouls now. So the two best players on the floor each have four fouls. Slaughter will sit down. Looks like Braden's going to stay out there. He has to. <laughs> I mean, he has to. They were both going for the rebound there, and the referee didn't want to call it one yeah, way or another. A, I think that's a cop-out. That was a cop-out. Well, it almost had – you never want to lose Braden Fogle, but – in tonight's instance on its own, I think you'd rather lose Slaughter. And if Braden has yeah, to go down with him, you yeah, might want to lose Slaughter. I mean, yeah, because he's got 17 of the 36. I mean, we just said it. So, first foul of the quarter on the Minutemen. 7.30 to go in the game. Minutemen down one. Owen Miller with it. He gets it to Magoni. Vincent Magoni back to Miller on the far wing. Miller, nice crossover, gets by Latrell. He was into the lane, but he was cut off. Now he's stuck with it, and he has to kick out to Scholes. Owen Scholes with it, gets it to Miller. Thought about a deep three, but he didn't pull it. Now he's going to drive up top and get it to Magoni. Back to Miller. Miller, far wing, gets it into the corner. Crandall, the lefty, dumps it into Scholes, and the pass was tipped, but it got to Scholes just in time. And now Magoni with it, near wing to Quinn Miller, who just checked in. He's in the lane. He has to kick out. Crandall for three. No good. Rebound mm -hmm. to Scholes. That's a killer. And into the corner, Quinn Miller, the lefty's going to have a chance at a three, and he hits it. Big bucket there. Big Second bucket chance there. points. 6.30 to go in the game. Minutemen down four. Seven Allen into the lane. He's going to flip it up. He's going to hit a runner in the lane. Timeout. And a timeout. Lex, and that, to my knowledge, is the first, first timeout that the yeah. Minutemen have used. They still have four timeouts left. It's going to be a 30. All the timeouts used by either team tonight have been 30s. Nobody's taken a full yet. Well, I mean, this is an opportunity for the Minutemen <laughs> – to get some scoring because with Slaughter out that the offensive, I mean, yeah, they got the scramble with a three in the corner for New Philadelphia, but this is a time to make a little run. If you're that new Philly coach, you're not going to leave Slaughter there for long. But at the same token, I mean, Braden, he's going to be guarding the, the, the least, you know, strong player for New Philly. So defensively, he's not going to be a factor with his block shots and his rebounding. So... A tough, it's a tough pickle right now. So Lex timeout right after the made bucket by seven, Allen. He now has 11 for the Minutemen. First player into double figures. And out of the timeout, the Quakers will inbound, and now we've got a stoppage. I think one of the referees wasn't ready to go. <laughs> one of the referees <laughs> tell the other referee, hey, I wasn't ready yet. He didn't have his whistle on. That was hilarious. It's the first time I've ever seen that. 
I mean, he was adamant to the other referee. I am not ready. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> I mean, he put the ball Hold on, the, on. on the end line. and like, let's go. He wants to get home. <laughs> All right, here we go. So it is going to be Quaker basketball out of the timeout. 6.27 to go in the game. Minutemen down what, two. Uh, what is going on? And now the discussion continues. The other referee wanted in on it. I think. Okay, they're making sure that uh, Crandall, who's going to inbound the ball, he can, can run. run the baseline here <laughs> if he chooses to do so. Okay. <laughs> and he'll get it into Quinn Miller, working against Seven Allen. Seven, who had foul trouble in the first half, has not picked up one here in the second half. He can be aggressive as he wants. 6.15 to go in the game, and it been down two. Kroll with it on the elbow, kicks it out, Owen Miller. Miller. Double teamed, and he falls down. Minutemen steal it. Latrell Hughes ahead. Braden Fogle down the lane. Euro step. Layup is good. And a foul. That's they call the in. late one. That's why he's in with four fouls. Big bucket there. I don't. I didn't even see the foul. That was a delayed call, but the Minutemen will take it, and they have tied it up, and Braden Fogle will head to the line for a chance to take the lead back. And Braden now with eight points. He does have four fouls, but like Derek said, that's, that's why, why you got to have him on the floor. Because New Philly's offense does not look as smooth when Slaughter is out no. there. I mean, he almost looks choppy, and then they kind of scramble to find the open man. Free throw in and out. He just missed it. It hung on the rim and fell off. Tie ball game. Six minutes to go and rolling here at Quaker Gymnasium. It's tied at 39. Quinn Miller for the Quakers has it up top to Magoni. On the near wing, Owen Miller into the lane. He almost double dribbled, and yep. he did. Yep. That's the second time he's done that tonight. I mean, I'm telling you, Slaughter is one of their main ball handlers. He initiates the offense. Him sitting there for this long, I mean, I don't know how much longer they can wait. I mean, if Miniman take the lead on this this possession, I could see them bringing him back in and just taking their chances. Now if you're just tuning in, the Braden Fogle has four fouls, and the best player for the Quakers, Slaughter, has four fouls. He's on the bench. And, and they're going to get travel. Seven Allen yeah. with a travel here. He was trying to work a pick and roll with Braden Fogle and just dragged his pivot foot there. Up oh, here comes Slaughter. He's seen enough. So Slaughter and Shoals will come back in for the Quakers. Joey Caudell will come in for Fogle now for right. the minute. That's end. actually smart. They're Defense doing an offensive. Offense. Yep, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And whoever's got Slaughter guarding them for the Minutemen, they need to put, you know, put their rear right into him and get in the lane. So Slaughter, Colton Slaughter, who just checked back in with the four fouls, he is going to inbound to Owen Miller right here on the near sideline. Gets it ahead to Shoals, back to Miller on the near wing. He's going to drive it. And he's going to get into the lane, flips it up. No good on the layup, rebound, Kroll. He missed it, but he was foul. fouled. He'll yep. head to the line. It's okay. And every possession just so oh, important. Yeah. It's going to be... Constant substitutions, probably with both sides for the next 521. I mean, Slaughter's not even going to be rebounding, so he doesn't pick up a cheapie. Sure, most of you listening at home are either watching Ohio State and listening to us, or you just don't care. But either way, <laughs> I'll tell you that midway through the first quarter, there is no score at the Cotton Bowl. And Kroll missed the first free throw. Man, I'm... Maybe it's just because they haven't really had a close game this year, but I'm on pins and needles up here. Yeah, that's 5.21 to go. It's a tie ball game here at Quaker Gymnasium. Second free throw Ooh. is good for Kroll. He hey, just got part it of the rolling. 
40 to 39, Quakers up one, 5.15 to go in the game. Seven Allen will walk it to the middle of the floor here and set things up. He gets it far wing to Braden Fogle. Fogle up top to Elijah Hudson. Minutemen still have not hit a three tonight. This would be the time for one if they get an open one. Elijah dribbles it back out near midcourt, gets it to Seven Allen. Seven, flips it over here to Gavin Husty. He's going to drive. He's going to kick it. Elijah Hudson thought about a three, didn't pull it. Now he's going to have it tipped away. Latrell Hughes was there, and he had it tipped away, and here comes Quinn Miller ahead to Owen Miller into the lane. Now the Quakers with a one-point lead can try to run some clock here, and they will. As Miller has it, he's being double teamed. Gets it over far corner, Owen Miller. And he tried to dump it underneath, and the ball was thrown out of bounds. I don't think it was tipped. That should be Lex basketball. And they may have to end up calling a jump ball here if nobody makes a decision. It will be Lex's ball. I don't think that was tipped. No, I think it went straight through. They're going to have to call a jump ball here. There's no way they discuss for this long and then make a decision. It's going to have to be a jump ball. Yeah, this ref will clean it up. <laughs> now, I will say it was kind of an awkward part in the lane there. Oh, but they're going to yes. call Lex basketball. That's big because we keep the possession arrow. I didn't think it looked tipped from here, but, of course, we didn't have a great angle on it. Minutemen down one, get the basketball back. Seven Allen with it. Up top, Elijah Hudson. Elijah near wing to Latrell Hughes. Latrell near wing, Elijah Hudson into the lane. He's going to dump it off. Nice pass. Fogel lays it in with a left hand. Good offense. I think that's a Minutemen's first lead since a long time ago. (laughs) 41-40, Minutemen up one and working this full court pressure here. Quinn Miller having a hard time getting it across midcourt, but he does. He's just being hounded by Gavin Husty. Finally picks it up, gets it to Magoni. He's being guarded by Seven Allen. Vincent Magoni with it. Near wing. He's going to have to pick it up. And the Minutemen are all over them on defense here. Latrell Hughes gets a steal. Gets it ahead. Seven Allen. He's going to lay it up. And in. And the Minutemen up three. I don't know how much longer Slaughter's going to sit there. Timeout Minutemen. Good timeout. And the Minutemen with their biggest lead of the second half. Here comes Slaughter back <laughs> It's in. only three points. But they lead with 3.35 to go in the fourth quarter and another 30-second timeout. Is anybody ever going to use a full? Yeah, we're going to (laughs) wait. So each team with all of their three three timeouts left. And each team has all of their full timeouts left. So each team has used two 30-second timeouts throughout the game. 3.35 to go in the fourth quarter here at New Philadelphia. It is Lexington 43, New Philly 40. Braden's uh, offense for defense, good move by Coach. But Slaughter is back in the game. So Caudell will come in for this defensive possession. And then the next dead ball, Braden will come back in for the Minutemen. They'll get it in. It is Slaughter with it. He's got 17 of the 40 points for New Philly. But he's been in foul trouble this half, and it has helped the Minutemen tremendously. Miller with it. Up top, Magoni mishandled the pass, and he had to grab it way out near midcourt. He gets it to Shoals on the far wing. Owen Shoals up top to Owen Miller. Miller 
Working against Elijah Hudson, had to pick up his dribble. Gets it over far wing to Crandall. 3-10 to go in the game, Minutemen up three. Good deny by Hughes. Crandall with it, up top to Miller. Owen Miller, he's gonna flip it to Magoni up top. Back to Miller on the far wing. He's looking to the corner, but it's not there for Slaughter. Miller into the lane, throws a wild pass, and it was barely caught by Magoni. I think he traveled there, but no call. He's stuck in the corner, gets it underneath. Shoals, turn around, jumper in the lane is good. Good bucket. That took a lot of time down. It's 2.40 right now left in the game. Minutemen up one with the basketball. Got to have a bucket here. Seven Allen going to get a screen from Caudell. Now down the lane, seven, left-hand layup, no good. Rebound, Caudell, and they're going to call a travel on Joey Caudell. My goodness, I thought he, I thought someone landed on him from behind. Wow. I thought maybe Magoni was down there or Shoals and landed on the back of his foot and made him fall down. Man, he took a lot of contact there, but it's going to be a travel on Caudell. And it'll go back to the Quakers. Minutemen with a one-point lead, 2.29 to go Got to deny. in the game. Ball comes into Miller. Owen Miller will walk it up against Latrell Hughes here. Miller now just being absolutely hounded by Hughes. It hasn't picked away. Seven Allen came out of nowhere. He's down the floor. He's going to lay it up, and they're going to call an offensive foul and a push-off yep. on Seven Allen. I knew right when he crossed the mid, the half-court line that he was going to call that because he dipped his shoulder a little bit to kind of get contact. Man. Yeah. That's a tough one, that's and that's Seven's call. fourth foul. He's got 13 points, but now he's in yep. foul trouble. Minutemen up one, got to play defense again, 2.10 yeah. to go. Got to keep your heads here. Colton Slaughter with it across midcourt, gets it to Reed Wells. Got to stay connected. Wells at midcourt, had to pick up his dribble, and we're going to have an offensive foul on Owen Miller, who was trying to get open and pushed off on Elijah Hudson. I mean, I'm not saying this ref, this refing team has done a bad job. I mean, they've called a pretty consistent game, but you can just feel the intensity in this building. I mean, the, the Quakers won it. Lexington has to have it. And, uh, yeah, the intensity is just ramping up. 1.58 to go. It is not a packed gym by any means, but the crowd here, like Derek said, I mean, the top is ready to blow off this place for good or for bad. 1.50 to go. Minutemen up one. Latrell Hughes with the basketball at midcourt. Latrell gets it near wing to Gavin Husty. Gavin up top to Elijah Hudson. Minutemen have not hit a three-pointer tonight. I'm not saying they should take one now, but this would be the time <laughs> to hit one. Gavin Husty with it. Oh, boy. He's working against Owen Miller. He's going to drive to the far wing. Husty picks it up, gets it down. Fogel in the lane, dumps it off. Latrell Hughes layup nice is good decision. on the left side. That's a huge bucket. And Latrell with a big layup there. Minutemen up three, 115 to go. Owen Miller with it. Well, he's denying slaughter. And Offense. an offensive foul again on the Quakers. It's yeah. going to be on Miller. That's huge. That's a big call. Minutemen up by three. They're shooting free throws. Oh, one more. They're shooting free throws. So I think he called a technical on the coach. And now, yep, I think we are going to have a tee. Wow. So this, the last minute and a half of this game is going to end up being the difference if the Minutemen win. Who do you have shoot the free throws here? Oh, he's putting seven he's out. He's putting the seven line. up there. 
So Seven Allen will step to the line for two shots, and the Minutemen will have the ball. And you make at least one of these two-possession game. With the basketball, yeah, that'd be huge. Seven has 13 points tonight. He does have four fouls. His first free throw is good, and it looks smooth. Yeah, it looked good. Kind of a frustrating game for Seven Allen defensively and just some of his the calls, but he's got 14 to lead the Minutemen. Man, and he has had some big steals here in the second half. So Seven now has the most points for the Minutemen, and now he has 15 after the second free throw goes. And we get the ball timeout. And is it going to be a full? I think it is this time. <laughs> I don't think they have an option. Yep, full timeout time left. So we'll take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back for the, final, uh, the finale of the game. It is 47-42. Lex on top by five. 111 to go in the fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. My name is Seven Island, and you're listening to Minimum Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Well, it all comes down to this. 111 to go here at New Philly. And the Minutemen have a 47-42 lead with the basketball. Seven Allen just hit two huge technical foul free throws. And the Minutemen took a full timeout, and they will have the basketball here. You've got to take care of it. And all New Philly has to do is foul once to send the Minutemen to the line. If yeah. I'm New Philly, I might extend this game and just foul now. I mean, I mean, the way the your three-point shooting's been tonight, why not? Yeah. And the Minutemen are definitely not at the top of the conference in free throw percentage. And go, they'll bud. foul Latrell Hughes. So Latrell has had a good game tonight. Just got into the scorebook with a huge layup to give the Minutemen the lead about a minute and a half ago. And now he'll head to the line for two shots. He's got four, so. Oh, he does have four. Yeah. Okay. If I'm looking at the right side. No, I'm Actually, not. Actually, you're not. I'm not. I think, I think <laughs> that layup one. was his first bucket. Yeah, but they only got him. Well, they don't have him up on yeah. our side. First free throw for Latrell mm. rims out. I mean, that thing rolled around the rim and yeah, came we out. Need all the points we can get because you know, Slaughter can get hot and hit a couple threes. But they've done a great job denying him the ball and forcing other new Philly players to, to handle it. So a big free throw coming up here for Latrell Hughes, the second of two. It is good. He go. hit it. Needed that one. Legrand will come on now for Seven Allen. Defense for offense, maybe. Well, and oh, Seven no. has the four fouls too. Someone's got Latrell's got to come off. off. Yeah. So Seven will stay in here. Starting lineup back in for the Minutemen. Seven Allen and Braden Fogel each with four fouls. And they're the ones at the top of the press here. They got to be careful. Owen Miller up the floor across the timeline. One minute to go at New Philly. Lex up six. It is Slaughter. Kicks it out. Miller. He's stuck with it. He's stuck with it. He's still wow. stuck with it. Had to get it to. Timeout. Well, yep, they got yep. a timeout before he could get it to Slaughter. <laughs> Slaughter hits one. <laughs> and Slaughter hit the three right after the timeout. Oh, boy. So, a timeout new Philly. Lex up 48-42. Five, uh, 52 seconds left. And a 30-second timeout for new Philly. Actually, it was a full timeout. 
I mean, if you're the Minutemen, you just don't give up the three. But I think it's what at least three and ones on three pointers tonight. So I mean, you got to be careful. I mean, you don't want to give up an open look, but you definitely do not want to foul. Because, I mean, if you stay aggressive, you're shooting the rest of the way. you got five team fouls against them. They're going to intentionally foul him. I'm sorry. Now Ohio State, Missouri still tied at zero. Nearing the end of the first quarter. Man, that Missouri has no defense, and Ohio State's offense is decent. I thought that would be a shootout. Well, Missouri's offense is pretty good, too. Ohio State ain't playing nobody today. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Kate Stover's last game in a Buckeye uniform. Ball comes in to Kroll. He mishandled a pass. He was trying oh, to get big, it over big to turnover. Slaughter was wide was open. open. And Kroll hmm. double dribbled it. He lost the pass there. Had to pick it back up and then That's a huge turnover because I think New Philly's gonna intentional foul, so yeah, they get, have it, to. get it into seven. Now you got your free throw line yep. up in for the Minutemen. You've got Gavin Husty, Jacob Legrand, Elijah yep. Hudson, and Seven Allen deep in the backcourt here. Ball comes into Legrand, and they are going to foul Jacob Legrand right I'm at okay midcourt. He's good free throw. Yeah, Minutemen ran about five seconds off there, too. 44 seconds to go. Minutemen up six, and they could ice the game away here with another trip or two to the free throw line. I mean, even if New Philly starts hitting threes, if you can keep making free throws, it's going to take a lot yeah. to trade two free throws for three-pointers and catch up here. Legrand, is that a quiet night? And he misses the first free throw. He doesn't have any points. Need one of these. I mean, the Minutemen haven't had a lot of open looks from the three-point line. I mean, New Philly's definitely dialed in defensively. Watch the kid leaking out over here. So Jacob Legrand will head back to the line here for the second one, and this one is there good. There you go. Minutemen up seven. Makes it a three-possession game. And Latrell Hughes comes back in for Jacob Legrand. 44 seconds to go. Minutemen up seven. And this is their biggest lead since early in the first quarter. Reed Wells with it for the Quakers. He's going to get it far sideline. Wide open slaughter. Missed it short. Rebound seven. Allen. Yep. And he's going to get it ahead to Elijah Hudson. Elijah is going to be fouled as he was he didn't mean to do kind of nicked in the <laughs> chin there by yeah, Schultz. He didn't mean to do that. Schultz isn't a dirty player. Elijah Hudson with nine points has a chance to get to double figures. After a huge weekend last weekend, Elijah will keep his double-digit streak alive here if he can hit just one of these. Yeah, Joey said a long time too. It is odd how first free throw for Hudson is good. It is odd how Coach Hammy makes this eight-man rotation feel so deep. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like they play 12 guys. Right. They, they only play three guys off the bench. Right. But it just feels like the roster is as long as it could be with the way they rotate on and off. Second free throw, no good for Elijah. So he does get into double figures, but just the Minutemen only lead by eight. 25 seconds left here. Owen Miller's just got to shoot one here. They don't have time to dribble around. He's still dribbling. Yeah, still dribbling. Slaughter. Slaughter's got it. He's got to get it to Miller. Now a wide open three is in and out. Rebound falls to Crandall. Tick-tock, tick-tock. And he tries to get it up to Slaughter. It was tipped out of bounds by nice. Latrell yep. Hughes. 
Ten seconds left, and the Minutemen, after a scare tonight, are going to get out of here. 9-0 heading into the big matchup tomorrow night at Lex. An early 6.30 tip-off with Shelby. Ball comes into Reed Wells. Seven seconds left. Owen Miller, another three attempt. This one is short, no good. Rebound seven. Allen and the Minutemen are going to get out of here with a victory. A much-needed close win for once. That's their first single-digit victory of the year, but you'll take it on the road, and the Minutemen will improve to 9-0. And more importantly, they'll stay at the top of the OCC standings all by themselves with a 5-0 conference record. And now they put a couple of games between themselves and the Quakers with this win tonight. So the Minutemen quest for an OCC title. Looks a little bit better after tonight. And they will get out of here with a 50-42 victory. And head back home for a big matchup tomorrow night against Shelby with an early 6.30 tip-off. We'll take a 30-second break, give Derek time to get back up here with the stat sheet. We'll get you stats and scores from Lexington's big win here on the road tonight, 50-42, to and you heard it all right here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen a winner tonight here at New Philadelphia High School inside of Quaker Gymnasium, and they win it tonight by a final score of 50-42. to Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier here with you on the BP Electric postgame show, and Derek made the long trip down to the scores table, and he has the final stats from tonight's win. Minutemen 9-0. Derek, how did it look on the stat sheet? Well, I tell you what, second half, Minutemen definitely ratcheted up the defensive pressure. I mean, New Philly scored 12 in the third and only six in the fourth, and the Minutemen scored 15. So definitely in the fourth quarter, they ratcheted up. But scoring-wise... Leading the way, Seven Allen with 15 points. Second was scoring was actually Braden Fogle and Elijah Hudson, both with 10. Joey Caudell with seven. Latrell Hughes with three. Gavin Husty with three. And Jacob LeGround with a big one point. Yeah, they were 0 for 9 from three. Did not make a three-pointer. That's, that tells you something right there. If you can go 0 for 9 and get out of here with an 8-point victory on the road. Well, and here's the thing, too. Turnover-wise for the Minutemen, 14 turnovers. New Philly had 20. So, I mean, like I said, I kept saying, defensively, they played a great game. They just – New Philly took the air out of the ball, a lot of, lot of half court, a lot of two, three, four, five, six passes looking for the open shooter. Now, uh, for New Philly – you know, 42 points. Leading the way was uh, Colton Slaughter with 17. Owen Miller with nine. Looks like uh, Quinn Miller with five. Boston Cro- or Boston Crowell with four. Owen Miller with three. And then Owen Scholes um, with four points. So 
And then rebound-wise, this is the first time I think the Minutemen actually got out-rebounded, 18-23. to 23. So New Philly definitely, you know, getting on the glass. Yeah, just uh, a lot of positives couldn't come out of a close game like this. We already said it. This is the game you want to get. You're still ahead in the conference. Tough place to play, long bus drive. But then we got to reload and get ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow night, the Minutemen will play Shelby. Tonight, Shelby is hosting Clear Fork, and at halftime, they are up 46-19. So Shelby going to cruise to an easy victory there. They only have one loss this year, and it was to Ottawa-Glandorf yep. by four. So it'll be 9-0 Lex and a one-loss Shelby tomorrow evening. Um, senior high was a winner early on tonight against West Holmes. They did it handily, 62-27. to So... Uh, senior high now moves into, I want to say, sole possession of second place in the OCC. So it's Lexington at the top, 5-0. and Senior high with a 4-1 and record. And now New Philly falls to third in the conference with a 3-2 and conference record. And uh, New Philly, this was only their sixth game of the year so far. They'll fall to 3-3 three and three now after tonight. Not a lot going on around the area tonight. Uh, couple scores to look for but aren't in yet. Ashland went to Madison tonight. Um, West Holm, or excuse me, uh, Mount Vernon went to Worcester, and we don't have scores from either one of those games. Uh, one more area score that was kind of interesting tonight. Galleon beat up on Lucas 61-41. So Galleon kind of rolling over there. Yeah, they're having a good season. Uh, I want to thank Kayla Durbin for uh, dreading the long ride out here all week and she made the ride, and we got here safely. She was the backseat driver the whole way, but we made it, and everything was good, and we're here, and now we can go home, and she won't have to come back out here until next year again. Uh, I want to thank her for all of her hard work down on the sidelines tonight, and uh, great content as always. You can check out her videos and pictures and stuff on social media, anywhere, on any social media app. You can check us out at uh, VSBN Radio. Uh, thank you to Derek Lazier, my broadcast partner and statistician over there, running up and down the steps to get the stat sheet from Bob Jarvis. Uh, I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, thank you to you for listening tonight. And uh, we're glad we could be your eyes and ears tonight from New Philly. The Minutemen improved to 9-0, and they are all alone at the top of the OCC Mountain with a 5-0 conference record. New Philly falls to 3-3. They're now 3-2 in the OCC. And the Minutemen win this one tonight, 50-42. to Tomorrow night, we will talk to you at just about 6.15. Back at home, the big one against Shelby. We hope you'll join us then. Until then, have a good Friday night, everybody.